Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. God, I thank you for your presence that's already in this place. We thank you, God, for what you're doing, what you're showing us, God, how you are leading us um, to... God, a greater understanding of what you want for us in this season. Thank you that as we open your word, that you would show us something practical that we can apply in our life that will cause us to be successful in the life that you've given us to live. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Amen. Have you ever been to one of those events where you you just got a t-shirt for showing up, right? You you didn't do anything special. You you weren't somebody special. You just showed up and you got a t-shirt, right? You, You show up. Upon arrival, you get a goodie bag, whatever, congratulations, you showed up, here's your gift. Um, Salvation comes to us like that. It's not because of anything special we did. It's, you know, we can show up and we can receive the forgiveness of God. We can be forgiven, we can be made right with God, and all we have to do is show up. Jesus did all the hard work, so it's not by the actions that, that we do that we're made right. We just show up and we receive the free gift of salvation. All we have to do is show up. All we have to do is call on the name of the Lord and then we're saved. All we do is we have to ask for help from God. All we have to do is surrender and we begin this beautiful journey of salvation. Paul says it like this in Romans 10, 13. He says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So it's not by our actions, it's by our faith. We understand that everyone that shows up gets the gift of salvation. Everyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The goal is everyone. That's what I want to talk to you about. Everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. The goal is everyone. We're continuing our series about how will they know. You know, this is where I think some people really misunderstand God, you know, the heart of God, because many people think God is judgmental. Some people think he's too harsh. They don't understand his true nature. The apostle John describes God's nature like this in 1 John 4, 7, and 8. He says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. The essence of God is love. The essence of God is love. The nature of God is love. Paul is saying, friends, let us love one another because that's how God is. That's who God is. That's what God wants from us. And everyone that loves is connected to God and knows God. And those that don't love really don't know the person of God. They may think they know God. They may be religious in nature. But if they don't love, they don't really know the person of God, the person of Jesus Christ. Because God is all about love. Jesus is all about love. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. The goal is 
everyone. The motivation is love. The goal is everyone. The motivation is love. The more we understand the nature of God, we begin to get this. We understand this, that all of the actions that we see from God throughout history are for this ultimate purpose, saving everyone, redeeming everyone. God wants to save everyone. Everyone is the goal. Now, everyone has free will also, so people can choose not to accept the free gift of, show, of, of salvation. They can choose to not show up, right? But the goal is everyone. For God so loved the entire world, everyone that he gave. His gift is salvation. His target audience is everyone. His gift is salvation. His target audience is everyone. But what do we have to do to receive this life-changing gift do we need to jump through hoops? Do we need to do something extra special? Do we need to do acts of kindness? Do we need to do great deeds? No. We need to call upon the name of the Lord. And I'm so happy. I'm ecstatic with the fact, really, that what we have in Christ is not like other religions where you have to follow all these rules and do all these things to be at a place where you are able to receive the gift of eternal life. There's nothing that we can do to make us good enough to receive eternal life, but Jesus already did it. Our job is to call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. It's, it's kind of like this. Imagine you're at the beach and you decide to go for a swim. And then you realize that you can't really swim that well, and you start to drown. All you have to do is call out for help. You call on the name of the lifeguard, and you are saved. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter what you had for breakfast. It doesn't matter how much you make every year. You call on the name of the lifeguard and you are saved. You could be a good person. You could be a bad person. You could be a beautiful person. You could be an ugly person. You call upon the name of the lifeguard and you are saved. It's nothing that you did to deserve it. You call upon the name of the lifeguard and are saved. What we have in this transaction with God is like this. We call upon the name of the Lord and no matter what your background is, no matter how many mistakes you've made in your past, no matter how bad you think you are, no matter how bad other people have told you you are, no matter how bad the devil has told you you are, no matter how much you think that you're disqualified, when you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. This is so powerful and it's unique to the Christian faith. The goal is everyone, but the voice is singular. The goal is everyone, but he uses, listen, one voice at a time. How will they know? They will know when someone tells them. Everyone should be saved, but Someone must tell them. 
The goal is everyone, but the voice is singular. This tells us how important of a dynamic that you and I play. How will they know? Unless someone tells them. How do we get to this grand goal of salvation of so many? You might say. We get there one person at a time. We get there one conversation at a time. God touches our heart one person at a time. The goal is the whole world, but it starts with you and me. It starts one conversation at a time. The grand goal of redemption of humanity starts one voice, one conversation at a time. In Sunday school growing up, we used to sing this song, Deep and Wide. Remember it? Maybe you do? Let's sing it for those that maybe didn't go to Sunday school. Deep and wide, deep and wide, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Deep and wide, deep, there's a fountain flowing. And then we want to get tricky. Wide and deep, wide, there's a fountain flowing wide and deep. Wide and deep. Wide and deep, there's a fountain flowing wide and deep. Nice. Good job. We're starting a choir. <laughs> um, this is what's so powerful. There, I found that the deeper that you go in God's love, the farther that you will go to express it. This is the truth. In a real, authentic relationship with God, the deeper that you go in your relationship with God's love, the farther you will go to express it. God's love does not create inactivity in us. God's love creates activity in us. God's love creates activity in our daily life. If I say, I'm in love with my wife, If I say I'm in love with my wife, but then there's no actions behind that, it would become just words. If I told my wife I love you, but we never go out on a date anymore, that doesn't seem like I'm telling the truth, right? James says it this way in James 2.17, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by actions, is dead. Faith, if not accompanied by actions, is dead. So that means when we say that we love God and there's no expression of that love, it's really just dead words. Just like when you say you love somebody, but then when they need you, you don't show up. When you say you love somebody, but when they need help, you're not really there. James says faith by itself, if not accompanied by actions, is dead. Faith without works is dead because love is a verb. It's not just something that you have. It's something that you do. It's something that you share. I love God, therefore I share the love of God. I have received the message of salvation, therefore I share the message of salvation. 1 John 4.20 said, For if we don't love people 
we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? If we can't love the people around us, how can we say that we can love God that we have not seen? My faith and my love are proven by how I treat others. And when we come to Christ, we understand God on a basic level. All right, let's be honest. When we come to God, we understand him on a basic level. It's just fundamental. It's first grade. It's kindergarten. When we come to Jesus, we understand him and his salvation on a basic, very basic level. But the more we progress in our faith and we grow in our maturity and we grow in revelation of what Jesus is, it points us outward. We can no longer be selfish the deeper we understand God, right? The deeper we are in God, the more unselfish we become. The more I understand his salvation, it draws me to share his salvation with others. The more I understand the person and the plan of Jesus Christ, the more I'm drawn to be a part of the plan of Jesus Christ. The more I understand the plan of Jesus, the more I'm drawn to, to the people that he died for. The deeper I go, the wider I grow. The deeper I go, the wider I grow. I'm growing in my desire to share faith with others the deeper and the more mature I grow in my faith. So I must go wide to express the depth of my love and commitment to Jesus. I must go wide to express my love and commitment to Jesus. His love not only transforms us, but it commissions us. Hear this. It not only will transform you, it will commission you. It will send you. His love will not only give you warm fuzzies. It will send you to other people that are hurting, that are broken, that have never heard the message of Jesus. He not only transforms how you think, he transforms how you respond to the world around you. We have to, as a Christian community, not just us, the body of Christ at large, we have to get away from the assumption that we can just come on Sundays and that's enough. When I am transformed, I am transformed from the top to the bottom. When I am transformed, I am transformed Monday through Saturday. I am transformed from the beginning to the end. There is no portion of me that remains unchanged. When God changes you, it's in totality. I must go wide to express the depth of my love. The deeper we go, the wider we grow. Anyone that claims to have a deep love for God but has no outward expression is only fooling themselves. I want to say this. My goodness, if you can learn this, you can either help this person or if this person doesn't want to be helped, you need to stay away from people like this. People that think they're deep in God, but there is no outward expression of their faith. 
The love of God always leads to activity. The love of God is always concerned about the world that we live in. The love of God is always concerned about his neighbor. Someone full of the love of God is his brother's keeper. Not to be concerned about your neighbor or brother is to be like Cain. Right? Cain was filled with jealousy and selfishness. How oftentimes does the flesh try to creep in and we become jealous of people that are in the world and have money? Or we're selfish and we don't want to appear weird or strange, so we don't talk about the necessary things and have the necessary conversations with our friends that don't have a relationship with Christ. We become, when we're not our brother's keeper, we become like Cain. Jealous and selfish. Jealous and selfish. God does not want us to be full of selfishness and jealousy, but he wants us to be full of love. God wants to give us more of his love. I don't know how much of his love that you have today, but God wants to increase it. Maybe you have a little, maybe you have a lot, but God wants to increase his love in you. Maybe you're at a good place. God wants to take you to a great place. Maybe you're saying, ah, I'm not at that, I'm not really that full of his love. He wants to fill you up. God wants to give you more. And his love leads to action. His love leads to more love. More action because God, God's love and God's salvation is for everyone. It's not my job to judge somebody else and to judge specifically if they are worthy of salvation or if they're worthy of the conversation. It's my job to share. It's their job to decide if they want it. It's our job. To share. It's not our job to look at somebody and say, ah, I don't think they want it. I know this person's been in my life for seven years, but ah, they just don't seem like a Jesus kind of person. They don't seem like a religious person. I was in um, an office with these two doctors, right? And, you know, they don't understand I'm laying the groundwork, right? For the message about Jesus and, and I've I, I've given it to them a little bit here and a little bit there and they were telling me you know because they come from a Jewish background you know we're not religious you know they told me we're, we're Jewish but we're not religious it's like okay the message of Jesus is for everybody the message of Jesus is for everybody. It's up to each individual person if they'll receive the free gift, if they're going to show up. But it's our job to be so inspired by the love of God that we cannot contain the message. 
any longer. Jeremiah said, your word inside of me is like a fire in my bones. I cannot contain it. My prayer for you today, my prayer for myself today is to get more of God's love so much that I cannot, I can't contain, I can't help myself. I keep going back to this conversation about Jesus. I know maybe I should talk about something else, but I just can't contain this message. He's done so much. He's been so good. His love is so much in my life. I've gone so deep with him. I have to go wide to express it. Let's bow our heads. God, I thank you. For each and every person that's here, I thank you that you're challenging us in our love with you. God, you so loved the world that you sent your son to die on the cross that whoever believes in him, anyone who believes in him, will not perish but have everlasting life. God, let us understand that the goal is And how do we get to everyone? One person at a time. One conversation at a time. We all play a part in that. There's somebody, there's some people, there's some group, there's some pocket of people that would not be reached outside of our voice. How will they know if somebody doesn't tell them? God, I thank you for each and every person that's here today. God, stir us up to be your messengers. Stir us up to herald this important message, the most important message, that you love the world. No matter how much of a mess that the world is and no matter how much that people are in their problems and their hang-ups and their sins and whatever's in their closet, God, you love them. You have a plan for them. You died for them. God, let us share your love with others because love is a verb. It causes action. And while our heads are bowed, maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I've kind of drifted in my faith, but I want to reconnect with him today. I want to reconnect with him today. I want to reconnect with him today. Or maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not sure if I ever really connected with him in the first place. I've done some religious stuff. I've been around some religious people, but I've never really had a relationship with Jesus. If either of those are you, just slip up your hand. I want to pray with you today, right where you are. Amen. 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 The most important decision that we make is the decision to say yes to Jesus. Yes, Jesus. If you slipped up your hand, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, thank you for your love, for dying for me, for providing a way for me to be right with God, for me to have eternal life. I'm sorry for the sins that I've done for the wrongs that I've done. Help me 
give me a fresh start today. Forgive me. Jesus, I want to do things your way. I want to follow your lead. Teach me how to do that. Give me the strength to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give God the praise today. It's so good to know that I'm taking steps in the direction of purpose. There is nothing like taking steps in the direction of purpose. I want to say yes to what Jesus is asking of me in this season. Anybody there? Well, I want to encourage you with this, that if God is for you, who can be against you? And if Jesus is in your corner, you will be undefeated. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.